Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris, and I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day. We've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade. And I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listening to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks. And you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your questions. In this episode, we answer the question, why do we use what we use for IRAs? The specific coins, custodian, and process are very important. Take this quick dive into the details so you can make it simple for your clients. Now, here's my conversation with Ryan. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is Carrie and my co-host, Ryan. Today, we're going to answer the question, why do we use what we use for IRAs? Okay, the coins, the custodian, the process, they're all very, very important. So we're going to take a few minutes and drill down on those. And Ryan, let's start with the coins. Okay, there's a reason why we're doing this podcast today. And to drill down further, it's because it really matters. It, it really does, Kerry. Uh, there's, there's so much eligible products that can be put inside of IRAs, whether that's you know, XYZ, a crocodile or an eagle or a proof or all of these things. <laughs> so where, so where do we, be? yes, a cougar, a, 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 you know, grizzly, I mean, all of these things carry. So what do, what do we do? How do, how do we make sure that clients do not get in the weeds, that they do not get uh, snake bitten by any means? Long story short, Carrie, it comes down to this comes down to there's a time and a place to be purchasing and a time and a place to be liquidating. And we need to make sure we're equipping our clients with the best products of both the nows and also for the future. So let me let me unpack this a little more for you, Carrie. Our process, and we've been doing this for you know 15 years now of this exact process. It's timeless, it hasn't changed, and it has stood the test of time. So long story short, Carrie, we exclusively use the Canadian maple leaves uh, for both gold and for silver. Okay. Now, why is that? Well, first of all, the Canadian coins happen to be the purest uh, gold and silver out there. It has the four nine fine. Okay. Even the, you know, even the American Eagle is a three nine fine coin. So we're we're first of all, we're unpacking that we're in the, the the purest gold and the purest silver of the coin. Okay. Now, second of all, they're extremely liquid. They are a sovereign minted coin. So there's there's excess demand for it. Um, they're easy to get in and easy to get out, which then in, in retrospects has a much smaller of a premium. If there's a large demand for it, um, and, and, a, and you know, a lot of people are selling back as well, it creates that spread to be much, much, much lessened, if that makes sense. Okay. So that's that's part of the method or madness carry of of why we do what we do and, and why we're in this product. But you know, we see this time and time again, collectibles and different things. As soon as I see a client that comes through our office or through an advisor that maybe the advisor didn't bring up gold and silver to the client, but they're doing a review and the client already did an IRA away from the advisor. As soon as I start seeing anything with three, fourth ounce or, you know, 1.5 ounces or, or crocodiles or alligators, we automatically know that they've, they've, they've been taken advantage of, right? Yeah. So just to recap that, the bottom line is, is you found the most solid coin that you can count on for various reasons. And it's how NGC always operates, right? There's always a specific reason you guys 
you and your dad figured this out a long time ago and and continue to monitor for any changes, but it's just been timeless. So the first of all, it's it's that coin. Um, and but what you just kind of talked about, like you turn around and you see the the giraffes and the alligators and the cougars and the whatever. Yeah. Um, let's jump over for a second to okay, this is government kind of controlled, right? Like there's rules about this from the government. So how does that how do these folks get away with it? Um, or is it just where those vendors that the government has already allowed on the list, they stray? from their their core coins and then on the marketplace afterwards doesn't really like it so we may be in compliance but value wise the marketplace doesn't like it is that am i on track there yeah i think that's a fair assessment so the the ir the ira requirements or the irs requirements there's there's a specific types of products that can be inside that's eligible for an ira and we call it ira approved now that laundry list might be 100 types of products Okay, but uh, you know, as far as as far as that goes, and you know, some people you know want more of a collectible product because they're they're that's more of a hobby and something they have a passion for, and that's and that's fine. However, what we're looking for as advisors is again best practices for your for what you're doing for your client in a fiduciary or an integrity type of a matter. Um, I mean, just this last week, Carrie, I had um, an advisor come to me that. Um, is contracted with us now, but previously a client um, did a gold and silver IRA, not with the not with the advisor. So all we did was a dealer change form, meaning um, the the client purchased metals from a, a different or a separate dealer. They changed the dealer to National Gold Consultants, so we can help them have control with the custodian with, with the, the custodian. custodian. Yeah. yeah. Have control so we can liquidate. The client wanted to liquidate, and I didn't think anything of it. This was an eye opener to me. They were in uh, gold and silver Canadian maple leaves, and I'm like, okay, yep, uh, that's a that's a good position. You know, why fix something that's not broke? But the problem with that position was they were in Canadian maple leaf cougars that okay? that were minted in 2016. Okay, yeah. didn't didn't think anything of it, um, but the fact that uh, because it has a what's called a privy mark or a, a seal on there, it has uh, it has a cougar on this this face of the coin, which creates significantly less demand for this product. Okay, so going to liquidate, I couldn't I, I couldn't put our clients into this product, so we had to go to the open and secondary markets that we actually got below the actual value of the metal for this client uh, just because it had a picture of a cougar on a maple leaf. <laughs> wow. Yep. And it still came from the Canadian mint. <laughs> yep. It's, you know, Oh my goodness. Okay. So anything else about the coins there, there you know, that's like you said, there's a bunch of them on the list. Um, any other reasons why the Canadian maple leaf that you haven't already mentioned? You know, other other than you know being the four nines that we covered, a lot of this uh, guys and, and and gals, it's all about it's all about liquidity, right? And IRAs need to be able to be moved and transferred around. Just you know, any any existing transfer or rollover, it needs to be done in a timely fashion when the client needs liquidity, especially for income purposes. RMDs, et cetera, especially when you start to wait to the 11th hour, you know, wait to December and you need those RMDs. And if you're in this obscured type of a coin, those are highly illiquid and puts that client in that pickle. So we, yeah. that's, that's really. So it, it affected two yeah. things real quick and we'll move on. It affected liquidity and value. 
the two yep. key things you want in that in that choice. Okay, so let's move on to custodian. If we think of something on coin, we can come back. So let's talk about custodian, why we use who we use there. And as a side note of that, you recently sent out an article on, um, what'd you call it, the golden scam? Uh, about home store IRAs. So that's a, that pairs perfectly with our conversation about the custodian. So take that and run with it however you want. Um, So first part to unpack is we exclusively use gold star trust. They're, they're out of Texas. Um, All we talk about for gold star is they, they, they keep the IRA in compliance with the IRS. They just deal with your paperwork. They deal with your RMD requirements, just like any other custodian is for an eligible IRA. Simple, simple as that. Uh, we even have our own because we because we work with you know so many accounts there and so many advisors. We as National Gold Consultants have our own reps that work exclusively just with us. So we're talking you know the best customer service that one could ask for, but it has to go through us. So we don't want your client calling Gold Star directly because they're going to be going through the waiting times just like any other, everybody else do. So call us first. Um, but as far as as far as pricing goes. You know, so it you know pricing for Gold Star has to be done within reason. If all they're doing, you know, is the paperwork and the IRS requirements, why would we pay more, you know, through a different custodian that does the same thing? So yeah, it comes so down to, let yeah. me interrupt you for a second. So number one is trust, right? Mm-hmm. So and all we're, and then we'll move to pricing because without trust, pricing doesn't matter. Yeah. And so then we'll talk about pricing. But I just wanted to mention real quick, Ryan. Um, about the trust side of it, I remember, I actually remember when I first did my due diligence on Gold Star, you know, a long time ago. And I remember like the further I dug, the more interesting it got because they really made their mark in church bonds years and years and years ago and was a big player in the church bond world. And so everything I found, continue to find out about them, you know, I, I liked and, and it was solid. And then I felt good. And then, you know, as you begin to teach us about pricing back in the day, I remember shopping other custodians and checking it out and asking those questions. So, so explain to them why we, you know, we haven't found any better pricing. And like you said, you're not going to get any better custodianship by uh, going and paying twice as much down the street. Exactly. So I'm glad you covered trust. I mean, trust is an important thing, obviously. And sometimes you have to pay more for trust. But in this case, we have some of the best of both worlds. You have the trust the accountability and the long-term, you know, establishments that they've had, but then it comes down to pricing. You know, I I constantly price out other trust custodians, carry because, like I said, realistically, all they do is just the paperwork behind the scenes that fulfills the IRS requirements, yeah. and they are by far, uh, in a lot of cases, more than half, or excuse me, less than half the cost of everyone else out there. Um, you know, on an average size IRA, you're looking about a $200 per, you know, on average per per year for storage of the actual metal and also uh, for all the paperwork of the metal as well. Uh, yeah, that- all the record keeping, report of the yep. IRS. I mean, it's really cool. You know, in a day of pri- of like fee compression, in a day of consumers pressing our industry for every squeezing, trying to squeeze every piece of yeah. compensation away from us that they can do. Um, I love bringing up this story, you know, because everybody wants to know, well, what's your fee? What's the cost? Blah, blah, blah. And so when I can look at them, man, and I can say, hey, listen, you know, they take care of the compliance, the record keeping for the IRS. They maintain your account there at custodianship and oversee and take care of all the storage at the Delaware Depository. I'd name all that long list. And they do it for like 200 bucks or if it's 100,000 or below, I think it's 175 dollars, $175 a year. 
you know? And so it's just amazing. It's a flat fee. Everybody knows what it is. And um, so it, it's very, very fair. I mean, there, it's just as great. Mm-hmm. And and that moves, Carrie, to to your other thing we need to unpack is, you know, I, I did I did recently just uh, send off an article blast to our, you know, financial advisor database, um, had a link to, you know, a somewhat recent podcast that we did about that as well. And I did call it, I called it the golden scam, the home stored IRA. And this is starting to become a little more well-known in the industry that it doesn't work. Uh, but we've been, I, I, it goes all the way back to when we first researched this back in about 2013, um, paid our, paid our tax attorneys and our corporate attorneys to really dig into this. And they gave us the the counsel and wisdom to steer clear from a home stored IRA with as long as a poll as you can, um, because every IRA requirement has to have that at arm's length away mentality. And uh, so a lot, what a lot of these companies will do is they'll they'll help you set up an LLC. The LLC is then the custodian, and they say then you can have the precious metals, whether that's in your safety deposit box, in your basement, whatever that might be. Uh, but that does not that does not fulfill the IRS at arm's length away law that they have. Um, so these these companies that help you set this up, of course, then they're going to put you into collectibles because that's how they make all of their extra money, mm. and and then you're held with withholding that short stick because realistically, what happens is that turns into your IRA essentially is is being liquidated and turned into non qualified dollars, which is an extremely you know we all know this it's a taxable event, and yeah. that's. That's what we want to avoid for our clients, because especially now the IRS is ruling against this and then people are getting hurt. Yeah. So see that article that Ryan just sent out. If you can't find it in your email, reach out to them and um, and ask for it because yep. he did a very good treatment of it in that article. So the bottom line is, and why for under 200 bucks a year, would you mess around taking that chance anyways? I mean, you know. Right. So that's why it's just, it's insurance, you're, you're compliant, it's all proper. So let's end with uh, covering the process. And and if you don't mind, just give them, because I remember when it helped me, when you explained to me, like, just take them real quick through the process. So from the cl- client says yes, and then boom, step, yep. step, 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 step. And if you haven't missed this one, we've got a really good podcast one that that is titled like, hey, the client says yes, now what? So it's again, it's all proper expectations to make sure the client understands fully what they're doing. Um, so you're not getting a call a month from now if the market has volatility, you know, that's we're looking at this as insurance, right? So the client says yes to a gold and silver IRA. Um you know, I, I, you know, we we still look at that ten to fifteen percent of clients' investable assets to to what carry to have enough weight to counterbalance the other assets, right? Yeah, because as you pointed out earlier, this isn't about collectibles or a hobby yep. or a, a mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy. It's about wealth insurance. It is, and that ten to fifteen percent. It doesn't matter if that's a non qualified or qualified. I am, you know, I will always be on record to say. Possession is nine tenths of the law. I like having non qualified, if at all possible. However, not everybody has the ability of ten to fifteen percent to say, "Hey, let's let's stick this in the safe and be non qualified." So we do a hybrid approach: some non qualified, you know, some qualified. But the client says yes to the qualified. Uh, we it's a, what is it? Six pages carry of just normal traditional type of uh, rollover type forms. That yeah, that gets and that's what you us. tell the client. You say, okay, just like any other custodian to custodian mm-hmm. transfer, we just got to do some paperwork, and then the paperwork that 
that's going to do a few things because with an IRA, there's little, little, little things that have to line up, right? But it's very easy. So that, and I just tell the client that paperwork is going to open your account at Gold Star because you have to have a catcher's mitt to receive the, yep. the money from the current custodian. So it's going to open the account at Gold Star. It's going to get Ryan's team on board to know what's going on there. And then a transfer form is going to go to the current custodian. That's going to initiate the transfer over to Gold Star. Gold Star is going to catch that. Uh, you know, I played baseball for a long time. So, hey, <laughs> uh, the Gold Star is going to catch those funds inside of your new IRA there. Then they notify NGC. Okay. Then EGC, at that point, NGC knows they can place the order at the mint. You want to take it from there? Yeah. I mean, that's 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 obviously, you know, information overload. Like, wow, that seems like a lot of work. As the advisor, yeah. all we have to do is fill out those six pages of the transfer forms. You're gonna you're gonna scan and email that over to our office. You're not sending this in directly to Gold Star because remember, if you go direct to Gold Star, you're gonna be taking a number. There's a there's a lot of clients that do that. Uh, because these are self-directed IRAs, but the benefit of working, you know, as an advisor and working through National Gold Consultants, the process is all the way streamlined. So, as the advisor, all we have to do is fill out that paperwork, get a copy of a, a recent statement of where the funds are coming from, and Gold Star and my company does the rest. Your your hands off after that. The only exception is is. Let's just say it's an old 401k. Those are client-initiated transfers. So then once the account is set up, uh, we let the client know that they have to call in to their current custodian of their 401k, and that 401k has to send the money directly to Goldstone. Yeah. If you don't know how to move IRAs, we can train you on that separately. Yep. <laughs> and I appreciate you pointing out how simple it was in the advisor not be involved, Ryan. What, what I liked knowing, though, when you told me was understanding that once the money hits the custodian, then you guys at one point, you get the green light to place the order at the mint. And that's yep. when the client's price is locked in. And let me just stop and say real quick, everybody listen to this. We got in the weeds today intentionally, okay, for you. But that doesn't mean that all these weeds we've been running around in, all these details, this whole podcast uh, is what you want to you want to regurgitate on your clients. That's not the case. It's for you to know what's going on with, with deep down with the coins or with the custodian or with the process, and then you pick and choose what you think is important. Uh, you know, when you talk to that client, so so the price is locked in when you guys place the order, and then then the time varies from how long it takes for those coins to go to get from the mint to the. Um, Yep. Uh, to the depository. Yep. But then there's also a, there's a little thing that Gold Star does at that moment, like they get it registered or something it's called. Yep. It's just a product registry. So what, what it's going to say, I mean, you, you said once we place the order with the mint and the time does vary uh, because the mint, you know, there's, there's different, you know, demand, they, you they know, get busy. They get busy in volume and especially with COVID. That was a, that was a fun little, that turnaround. was crazy. Wasn't it? Um, that was like three, four months. <laughs> yep. But but as soon as that order is placed with the mint, and we do that as soon as the account is funded at Gold Star, yeah. that's locked in. You're you're locked and loaded. That's that's as good as you know. It's as good as owning it in your in your possession. That's right. your price, and that's what this is. So if it takes a couple of weeks to a month to two months to get in the actual account, it, it doesn't matter. Okay. Once once uh, another another. I mean, this is more in the weeds, carry. But another reason why we use Gold Star is they have further checks and balances that the product actually is delivered to the depository. Come on now, a, we like to hear that. 
that's another a weed thing I can briefly touch on that there are have been numerous companies in the industry that have been investigated by authorities and 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 people have been snake bit that the companies get the money but they never deliver the product to the actual depository and it never gets checked on because the custodian doesn't check on it. So there's so many checks and balances here to make sure your client is protected. Yet another, you know, yet another uh, um, arrow in the quiver of why we use Gold Star. Yeah. And so just to kind of maybe wrap that up, um, Mm -hmm. like you said earlier, the advisor really just initiates everything and then monitors like we normally do. And the cool part is, is your staff, Ryan, communicate with us, you know, along the way. Hey, this happened, you know, hey, this is going on now. Hey, the funds are at Gold Star. You know, we usually are notified as things happen uh, throughout that process. And so that way we can keep the client informed. And then that keeps down any anxiety of the client and things like that, you know. So that communication process is very good. And like I just had one yesterday, you know, where she wrote back a question, you know, well, what is the, what is this when she was looking at Gold Star? And so, oh, and uh, my big warning, right? So I can't end this without saying this. One thing you always have to do with IRAs as at some point in the process is you let them know any anytime you bring up Gold Star, or you're talking about that, always tell them that their coins will always be worth, and you can say always, always worth more than what Gold Star's statement is going to say. And that's just custodians across the board. And Ryan, that's because they're only required to report and they're not going to spot price, right? Or even yeah. some percentage of spot, I think, uh, 90 something percent in case they're off that day. Cause they're not going to go figure out what is the value of every client, every client, every one of their customers has, uh, how much their coins are worth. They, they're right. just going to use spot price and throw out those quarterly statements. So always warn your clients about that. Then some of them are going to forget. They're like, hey, I thought that was blah, blah, blah. And you're going to say, hey, don't forget. Remember, your coins are always worth more than what's on the statement. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and, and, and I guess vast circumstances, carry it, it could be as high as their, their product could be worth as more than five, if not somewhere, sometimes upwards to 10% more than what that statement is actually showing. I mean, yeah. we saw this, you know, especially last year when premiums were even higher, that it, it's not accurately or all the way accurately reflected because remember I mentioned in the beginning, let's just say there's a hundred types of gold and silver IRA eligible products. They're not tracking every one of them on a, on a daily or a weekly basis. They're just getting a general barometer of where approximate things are at. But again, you know, going back down to the weeds here is we're not, you know, when your clients receive these semi-annual statements or they log on online to access their account and they see their values. It's we got to be again presenting this as wealth insurance that you know the values of gold and silver will historically rise when our dollar declines in value. And and it goes back to the whole premise of 10 to 15%. If your 10 to 15% does well, that means your other 85% on paper is is likely doing poorly, you know. So it's this counterbalance of be careful what you wish for when prices do rise. Yeah. So we make some other very valuable points in those other podcasts about IRAs. But today, everybody, we wanted to cover why we use what we use. And so hope this was helpful for you. Ryan, any closing remarks? Yeah, no, I this 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 is good stuff, Carrie. I mean, there's there's a method to the madness of what we do. It's as simple as, hey, for gold, it's the Canadian Maple Leaf 4.9 gold coin. For silver, it's the Canadian Maple Leaf silver coin without a cougar on it. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, hope this was helpful and we'll see you in the next podcast, everybody.